You come at the king, you best not miss. You're now locked in the zone, zone 32. So I'm back from the dead. Some kind of sorcery afoot happened, but I'm alive. I was resurrected right before Tyler Huntley tried jumping over the goal line and fumbled. So they, they were supposed to win the game for me after I died, but then he caught wind, some supernatural force in his head that I was alive. So he said, fuck it, I'm doing it live and I'm gonna lose the game. Anyway, enough of that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Zone 32 podcast. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Grant. I'm too, I'm too upset to say what's up to the people, so fuck off, shut the fuck up, let's get into it. <laughs> Ravens went into went to Cincinnati to fucking uh, incest fucker stadium, a.k.a. Paycor, whatever the fuck they call it. They went into Paycor Stadium, the wild card game against the Bengals, no Lamar Jackson, Snoop played, and they lost. Like I haven't been I haven't been this pissed after a loss in I can't even recall. This is the most mad I've been after a loss, even more so than Christmas Day, than New Year's, than you name it. I haven't been more pissed. Maybe the AFC Championship against the Patriots. I might have been more mad around then. But still, enough of me ranting and raving about it. I've got more thoughts, but I've got three gentlemen here that can coherently express my thoughts. Drew. You're the floor. Hit it. Fuck Tyler Huntley. Fuck Greg Roman. Fuck James Proche. Fuck everybody in Cincinnati. Fuck Joe Burrow. T-Rex arms. I just, that was such a fucking pathetic game. Like, you know, again, it it started off like the uh, week 18 game. We, you know, had a shitty showing very beginning of defense, kind of stuffed them in the red zone, you know, gave up the field goal. And then... Tyler Huntley throws just the most inexplicable interception of all time. Like you throw that ball about half a second earlier and that's a, you know, 15, 20 yard completion of Mark Andrews and said, you're just throwing a pick there. And it just seemed like we were fighting an uphill battle, you know, with the quarterback position because Tyler Huntley is not good. I know people were, you know, dick riding him during the game. Like, Oh, such a gritty performance from your backup quarterback. Fuck that. He fucking sucks. Like he's not good. He's not going to win his games. The fact that we're here hyping up a fucking backup quarterbacks, you know, showing in a playoff game where he threw that interception, spotted him nine points, and then tried to go over the top on that QB sneak and was a full yard and a half short. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I just, it's not good. You know, J.K. Dobbins coming out after the game, I liked. Yeah, I, I as I said, publicly on this podcast i was out on him for you know being twitter fingers and not backing it up but he definitely backed it up and definitely deserved to come out and say give him the fucking ball because on the one yard line why are we not giving him the ball in that situation especially after that stretch touchdown that he had too like he clearly you know clearly wanted that game and you you got to give him the ball uh mark andrews had a good playoff showing too uh we were talking about it before but just trying to chase down hubbard on that uh fumble return you know busted his ass and that was a block in the back but you know whatever we're not going to make it ref excuses here i just it, it was an infuriating loss uh just you know there were multiple shots at joe burrow we didn't take him down or just multiple things that didn't go our way and we ended up losing i hope that it's you know a uh, catalyst for major change mainly greg roman being fucking murdered tomorrow at 2 30 during the press conference um you know maybe john steps away and takes a front office role 
I don't know. It's just a shitty end to a, you know, shit went downhill after Lamar got hurt. And it just, this was a shitty ending to something that was already gone pretty poorly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't even want John Harbaugh to have any type of role in our, with the Baltimore Ravens moving forward, to be honest with you. I don't think he brings anything to the table whatsoever. I mean, you bring him in to give motivational speeches. You know what I mean? I, mean, I, I don't even know if this point, I mean, at this point, do the players listen to him? I mean, if you, if you, if the, if you have the whole team like on Lamar's side, and I know John Harbaugh has nothing to do with that, but the bigger issue is Greg Roman. And when you don't part ways with this guy and you are riding and dying with this guy, at what point as a player do you lose respect for your coach? And that's where I think the locker room's at right now is you can't respect a guy that doesn't have your back. The big thing for a coach is, is you're a leader of men and you have your players' backs. Greg Roman is a problem. He's been a problem, and he will not move on from the guy, and he's so stuck in his ways. And, I mean, people talk about all the time, John Harbaugh can't handle alphas. He really can't. And I feel like that's a lot of times we joke around how, you know, EDC picks these choir boys. Not saying that, like, players in the Ravens roster aren't tough, but we need more Marcus Peters. Like we need guys that are going to get in somebody's face on the sideline and be like, get your shit together. There's nobody that holds any accountability and it starts at the top. And when you have John Harbaugh go in press conference after press conference and sit here and just blow shit underwater and your star quarterback has to come out to save his own ass, not necessarily, but and say, Hey guys, this is what's going on because he's so tired of hearing it. If he comes out and says that, John Harbaugh at that point is either lying or stupid. Could be both. And what bothers me about that, too, is, you know, that could have potentially caused locker room issues. I, I mean, I know that there's been rumors going wild on Twitter because of some uh, dickhead golf blogger from Barstool who decided to uh, take Sammy Watkins' word and, you know, mesh it in with a bunch of shit from last year and pretend like he knew what was going on. But, like, you put Lamar in this shitty fucking spot for six weeks – by continually saying, oh, yeah, he's, you know, rehabbing and working hard and he might be here next week. He might be here next week. And then you hear the year-end press conference, or not press conferences, whatever they call that, uh, you know, locker room clean-out shit. And all the players like, yeah, we knew he wasn't playing. Like, he's been hobbling around the facility the whole time. And so, you know, there are guys who saw that, but how many guys are sitting on that roster right now thinking that, you know, Lamar's going to come back and save us for the playoffs because Harbaugh says so. And that just was never a realistic possibility. Like, he is creating locker room issues on top of, you know, like you said, backing Greg Roman. And if Greg Roman is truly gone, uh, rumor is that his contract's up and they're just not going to renew it, that's even the pussiest way to get rid of him. Like, you didn't even have the balls to fire the guy. You just let his contract run out and go, oh, yeah, my bad, we're not going to pay you again. Like, it, 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 he Harbaugh pisses me off for a lot of reasons. And it's tough because he's been a great coach. He's been, you know, obviously the most successful coach in franchise history. You could talk about uh, borderline Hall of Fame coach, but – it's just – it's come to an end. Like, it's come to a point where it's just getting frustrating to watch the shit that he puts us through. Yeah, well, uh, awesome. this is a good a good uh, point to mention that we're doing an episode right now where I put out the link to the Zoom uh, where we record this on my uh, Twitter circle. So anybody who wants is invited to join and uh, do exactly what we're doing, which is, you know, voice their displeasure, air their grievances, uh, yell at – uh, about the team, uh, yell at us. If somebody wants to, you know, have an argument with um, us about something we've I'm said. Happy to go 12 yeah. Rounds yeah. So um, we have our first uh, special guest, Brandon Myers, just jumped in. You want to unmute? What's up, Brandon? Oh. What up, What's up? I'm pretty sure uh, Drew and I are currently drinking the same thing. Well, I'll take you what I want. <laughs> Me too. You can't see it, but 
It's blending in with my background. No, he's got Listen. Wild Turkey 101 because he's an adult. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I, I poured I don't the Elijah Craig tonight. I don't know if it's just me or, or does Wild Turkey 101 taste a little sweet? Yeah, it's great. It's probably the greatest drink ever made. I don't know why they won't sponsor me, but someday they fucking I'm work. I'm actually working on a sponsor, a real one. I'm impressed well, with you, gentlemen. I've been excited for this for a while now. Good. All right. So, Brandon, what uh, what grievances have you brought to the table that you wanna you wanna air out? Literally, just fucking everything that involves this shitty Greg Roman offense. I mean, it's just been exhausting, man. Um, halfway through the season, um, I've been okay with the deep defense because you know, Mikey Mac, whatever you want to call him. He's been doing it all right. He's been evaluating or getting better. This Greg Roman offense has been our issue since basically after the 2019 season. After that, fuck them. Send, fire them into the sun. I have sent it into the around the block group chat multiple times. Fire Greg Roman into the sun. And most recently, I used Drew's favorite line. He is a domestic terrorist <laughs> involved in the January 6th attack. Yeah, I mean, nobody knows where Greg Roman was on January 6th. Well, I mean, I have pictures of where he was on January 6th, but <laughs> nobody, nobody can confirm that they were fake. So. No, I mean, Brandon's right, too. I mean, look at the shit that he does, like his down and distances, like his play calling situation, his situational play Third calling. Third and one sneak concepts. the stupid fucking thing is is they watched the game the night before and saw trevor lawrence at six foot six go from the the quarter of a yard line and reach over motherfucker tyler huntley is six foot one and that's on paper so he's probably five eleven and what is he doing reaching over the top from the two yard line that's six fucking feet away like what? That thing got swatted away like fucking Dikembe Mutombo was and, and then he, on the one-yard line. He's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Not to the <laughs> All right, hey, you know what we need to talk about with that play? Really pissed me off. We And before we started recording, we were all like, you know, washing uh, – Mark Andrews nutsack for for running the town. I did too while we were recording. So and, well, and you know it's and that's entirely fair, especially because on this podcast we've said that Mark Andrews shrinks in the moment. He's never there in the big game, and he had a great game. So uh, yeah. you know, I give him all the credit in the world. You know, you come you come you show up on a in a playoff game. Uh, you know, that's certainly a, a a big step in the right direction. But what the fuck was Gus Edwards doing? He's he's the closest guy to the play. He barely made any effort. He ran for like 15 yards and then just peeled off and sort of like threw his hands up and said, oh, I guess they're going to score. Like, you don't think that Gus Edwards could chase down a fucking uh, interior defensive lineman? He yeah, where was can, anyone? but I think yeah. somebody is sorry to cut you off there, man. Go, no, go. I was just going to say, I think at that point, some of these players were just like, is this really going to fucking happen? And just gave up on the play while Mark Andrews is – Holland has to make the tackle and obviously didn't get the uh, obvious block in the back called on him. Yeah. So I, but okay. But the effort from Gus where, okay, Mark Andrews ran damn near 21 miles per hour, which is close to as fast as Lamar's ever run in a game. Mm -hmm. Gus Edwards is definitely faster than fucking Mark Andrews. So between the two of them. So there's a block in the back, a missed block in the back. Okay. Okay. If there's two guys, the guy can only block one one person. 
you get two fast guys running down a, a defensive lineman who's obviously going to be gassed about halfway down the field, which is why Andrews was closing on him so quickly. That pissed me off that that Gus Edwards didn't give that effort there, especially. I mean, you know, I'm sure maybe he was uh, his uh, morale was low knowing what the fucking play call was before it happened. Yeah. But still, you see that happening uh, in front of you. Motherfucker. Run. Right. Yeah, wild idea, but why was Tyler Huntley not chasing the guy down? Why is he sitting there flapping his arms like he scored a fucking touchdown? I mean, I, I always I'm going to give the the ball carrier a little bit of grace on uh you know no. turning turning around and and running a guy down all the way down the field. You're not wrong, but Gus Edwards started running and then just was like, nah, no thanks, I'm good. And Mark Andrews kept going. So and it wasn't like. It wasn't like he was close to scoring when Gus Edwards gave up either. I think Gus Edwards no. gave up before like the 30-yard line maybe. I think he gave up before the 50-yard line. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely before the 50. I think it might have even been like, like you know, between no, the yeah, I think, yeah, I think he made it like 15 to 20 yards downfield and then yeah. just sort of like was like, eh, well, you know. Well, well Mark hustled, and I got to give him his props for that. I mean, that that that's a play that like your kids are watching the game and you're like, that's how you play the fucking game. Like he's all went all out on the play and got yep. locked in the back, but that's a whole different conversation. But you know, I mean, that's a huge play right there, man. I, I got to give him his props for that. James Prochet gives half that effort to catch the ball at the end of the game, and we might have actually won. But instead, you know, he's got fucking alligator arms. Doesn't, Jugs doesn't machines play. don't drop from the sky, Drew. Nope, nope. And Will's best friends with James Prochet's fucking uncle now. So you know, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> we're gonna turn into that a, was a hilarious. Pro. Oh, we were in the DM. Brandon, we were in the DMs. I'm actually like me me and me and Mo are buddies now. He said oh, some funny like, he said some funny ass shit. That is like great. They're gonna hang out and be best friends. Meanwhile, he's calling me a fucking pedophile because I made an office joke. <laughs> fucking well cunt. then I pointed it out that it was an office joke and he said he knew that. So I think it's now I think it's funny that he called you a pedophile because it was obviously yeah, a well, joke. So now, yeah, so now I think that it's, you know, funny that he's got a <laughs> fucking dick ride his shitty nephew. Fucking, I even know, said like, that to him. I said that to him in the DMs. I said, I'm tired of people who dick ride for your ne- nephew. And he was like, well, he's like, I ride for the re- wide receivers. I was like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, I, I, I kind of get that, I think. I and, also then, uh, tweeted, and then I told I him that I hated that uh, James Prochet. I, I laid it all out. Prochet has less receiving yards than penalty yards. He threw that terrible interception. Uh, and, he, and he said he told James that he was dumb as fuck for throwing that ball. Oh. No shit. Yeah. Of all said, I told him he was dumb as fuck for that. <laughs> so how come he didn't respond to, you know, not you guys are best friends. Send the one about the $105 sweatshirts. I want to know why he didn't, you know, bring attention to that one. Is that because he's getting a paycheck off that? Or? I don't know. We Listen, we're not talking about you. We have better things to talk about. We're friends. All right. We have other ground to cover. We don't need to talk <laughs> right. about your your uh, unsolicited you attacks. Me, do you know that you and him actually had a bigger net positive offense on the Ravens this year? or net positive effect on the Ravens offense than Prochet this year. Oh, I know. You guys I mean, both contributed yeah. nothing. Mo told he me hangs out, he hangs out with the players while they're on road games. So I know Mo's contributing, obviously. Oh yeah. We play yeah. better on the road than we do at home. Yeah. Mo can, um, you know, Mo, Mo did better in that Prochet jersey this year than actual James Prochet did. Because Prochet was negative two yards in a turnover and Mo was zero yards and zero turnover. So he had a, he had a better effect on the team. It's true. Been saying get James Prochet off my team for weeks now. Even though I would love say that for years. Uh, yeah, I mean I've been advocating for him to be killed too. So you know, like I, I take it a little bit, take it a little bit farther than most other people. But him and Greg Roman are very high on my uh, send them straight to the fucking sun list. 
Nobody's yeah. listening so far. Well, well soon, they'll, soon they'll both be gone. I mean, we said that about Ben Powers too last year, and we know what happened. Bullying works. He became a good I guard. said it about Anthony Everett for years. I said Anthony Everett needs to be fucking cut, killed, drowned in the Inner Harbor, you know, sent sent to fucking China to go play for the Shanghai Sharks. And all of a sudden, he has a career year and a, and a contract year. And so Ben Ben Powers clearly looked at that and was like, oh, wow. Like, look at look at Anthony got himself paid. I should do the same thing. And then Ben Powers one did that. So all the respect in the world to him. Good job. Good job. Bullying and does deed work. Yeah, I think well, I mean, Ben Powers owes you guys a, a, a cut on his – the new contract he's going to sign, which I don't think will be with us. He'll probably go no, to Carolina. Probably He'll probably go yeah, John Bozeman. Yeah, you're right. Do you see the um, when he was given his end of the year conference thing there? He was wearing the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I don't know if I want money from that guy. I feel like he might have actually killed some people. He did. I feel like my. He looked like a guy who uh, that, who just walked out of like a porn shop. Yeah, yeah. If if you like, does this look like the face of a guy who committed some horrendous crime? You know, I would definitely buy it. It's just not a. Not, not to be clear, I'm not saying it's a crime for him to to someone to be, have been in a porn shop, but Drew no. and I are we're picturing the same person but doing different yes. things. Yeah, you're you're doing you're being normal, and I'm uh, you know taking that over top. So <laughs> yeah. you're you're doing like Mo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I got to court tweet people and call them fucking pedophiles. You now, imagine yeah. how sad your life's got to be to fucking search Proche on Twitter and like see things to get mad at. I feel bad for him. Right? I kind of feel bad that. Uh, I kind of feel bad that I made fun of his music too. Like it must make him happy, and you know maybe he wants to make music instead of search project on Twitter to look to people. Uh, he doesn't seem to be bothered. Him. He doesn't seem to be bothered by insults. That's that. That's no. why I kind of like the guy. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, it was just the whole like immediately. The first thing he said is, "Oh, you're a pedophile." I'm like, okay. I was like, that, that was no, no, no. Right. He was actually smart about it. He said, "Probably a pedophile." He didn't say you were. Yeah, but like you know, again, typically that's like four four tweets into an exchange. Somebody will go to that. You know, somehow this podcast is going to get banned from Spotify because we said the word pedophile so many times. <laughs> I'm counting easily six or seven now. <laughs> oh oh man. man! I mean, speaking of pedophiles, Greg Roman is uh, very good friends with a certain dead pedophile that uh, is very famous. That people are talking about a list of his clients that should be leaked. So I have photo evidence for that as well. He's friends with uh, uh, Jared with Jared from uh, Subway. Uh, another J name. You're close. Uh, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jerry Sandusky, the former oh, uh, DC no. State. He's alive. No, no. He's, he's alive. Oh, is he alive? Cocksucker should be dead. Yeah. Wait, no, he's actually still a, alive. Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, I think he is. I th- I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he might be like out of jail soon too. No right. way. I'm no way. He got sentenced. Shit. He got sentenced to like 200 years in jail. Yeah, but he's like 103 now, so they're going to let him out. It's like a mercy thing. He'll be never be. He'll never be let out. He, he's he's safer in jail than he is in the general public. Now, I'll, give you an insider, I'll give you an insider scoop on Greg Roman. That man, he didn't just fuck with um, what's his face Epstein or whatever. He also went to the UK and had his thing with the babies with the singer from Lost Profits. <laughs> Nobody knows yeah, what you're shopping. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm You don't know about the singer from Lost Prophets, that old band from Wales. Whatever. I remember they had a singer. great song. They had an awesome song. I forget what it is, though. Well, clearly, they clearly did, they that, did something bad. So. Dude, that singer fucked babies. Oh, my God. All right, Jake, this is, not, this is not what I meant by people coming on and airing their grievances. All right. Hey, man. Jesus Listen. Christ. Okay, so Jerry Sandusky, 30 to 60 years. Why it needs to be stopped. 260 years. PSA 3, 30 to 60. 30 to 60. Okay. <laughs> All right. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. So let's get this back on track. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I just. Fucking fucking rails, baby. 
Oh, God. Last Train Home is the, the song I was talking about, Jake, by the way. Greg Roman should take no, a train. I refuse that's, to ever listen the, to that band again. Won't do it. Never. Just a, and and just Shinobi vs. Dragon, Dragon Ninja. Okay. To get back on track of um, the Ravens thing, I don't know if any of y'all saw it earlier, but there was a rumor going around that John Harbaugh, this presser for tomorrow, is going to be John, announcing John Harbaugh going into a front office role. I can see it. That's not a rumor, though. That's just somebody made that up. So, again, this is the same shit that always happens. Is I, I suggested something. You know, I, I saw that it was a joint press conference, which I thought was weird. I went back and looked through all the old uh, press conference transcripts, and they almost never talked together. And so I was like, yeah, well, that's weird. And I was like, so I, to me, that, that, you know, like sends up interest, and that might be like a big announcement. And so I said that I said it could be it might have to be John related or like you know player extension related, and now people have taken that and run wild. So typical is, me. Breaking is he going to take over for Pat? I mean, it's a possibility if that is the case. Yeah, I mean, he could I, honestly just like let him be Poe. Fuck it, let him put on the fucking mask back <laughs> uniform. Why not? <laughs> and Poe's going to be rehabbing it. You know, given our training staff and how long it takes them to uh, get guys healthy and you know keep them healthy, maybe he can. Uh, Step in for Poe until week eight when Poe's ready to go. But we also have to take a second and also recognize that we need to fire Steve Saunders. Yeah, I mean. Been on that since, what, 2020? Like, like when he infected like everyone yeah. with fucking COVID? Yeah, he should have been fired. Yeah, he, that, he that should have been gone right then. Immediately, there. yeah. We've been on that for so long that I forget that he's still employed by the team. Because I'm like, it's just common sense that he'd be gone, right? And then every once in a while, somebody says his name. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's still there. Yeah, because you see him on the sidelines periodically. Like he's actually going to coach something, and I'm like, "Get your sorry ass out of here." Well, that's because it's a hardball environment. So, like the strength coach in college is on the sideline and hyping people up. That's exactly why that is. I promise you, because it's the, it's the hardball experience. That that is not normal. On like uh the other, I, I'm sure the strength coach is is out there, but. They're standing there with their mouth shut on game day. They got nothing to fucking add to the conversation. It's a college thing. Yeah, right. Like you saw Jim that and, Jim and John. Jim and John are built for college. Like that's, they are. That's, they are. That's, John, that's that what, has, if John. If John wanted to leave right now and go and take a big, a big college job, that would be perfect for him. I think. I just don't know who would take him in college. Like I, I feel like he's like. Um, I mean, anybody would. Well, no, no, no. no but I'm saying, like, I, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. I, I don't think that he would go take. Uh, you know, a low level Pac twelve job. So I'm like, like I don't like he'd have to he'd want to take a premier program. So I don't know who would fire their current head coach to fill with him. Yeah, he'd have to go to like Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC type shit. Like he would take over, I don't know, like Ohio State. I'm just making up I'm throwing out a name here of like that caliber program in, in a heartbeat, I would think, but those jobs don't really just open up all the time. No. Like for expanding on your Ohio State hypothetical, it's like Ryan Day has to get thrown under the bus real bad, and John Harbaugh would just have to be like, "Hey, you guys want a quality Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning coach?" The John, the John versus Jim games though would be pretty good. I mean, you guys are not really. Uh, you're, I forgot you were Ohio State fan, so um, you know we can we can discuss that if you'd like uh, how how well my season went. L- listen, the I will. Say this: the only reason why I am an Ohio State fan is mainly by association and to make the old lady happy. Yeah, that's. Outside, um, I'm, outside I'm of sorry. that, 
that's that's like spousal abuse. I think we might have to, uh, you know, do one of those awareness things, making you making you go through that. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it happens. But I mean, again, we 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 make fun of college teams, and we have to watch Craig Roman coach football team, you know, every Sunday. Exactly. So. If they get rid of Harbaugh's McDonald's Day, that would be that's my, something uh, I've been I've been a little concerned about. Uh, where is like Ma- is McDonald the head coaching candidate? Do they do they promote no, him from absolutely not? I'd no. fucking lose my shit. Hell, yeah, no. we need him to continue being the defensive coordinator. Because I'm he, not he, saying that I'm not saying he makes sense as a head coaching candidate. I'm thinking like of how the Ravens' brain operates. Okay, so, so honestly, gonna... if there was an internal candidate to to shift into a a head coaching role, T. Higgins mm-hmm. was the head coach at Tennessee for several years, right? Yeah, T. Martin. Martin. Yeah. If we yeah. were to do internal, T. Martin. Sorry, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a little deep here. So yeah, you're gonna have, yeah. but are you gonna have T. T. Higgins? Martin, fucking T. Have... Higgins. What am I saying? T. Martin. Yeah. Are you gonna have T. Martin jump over a coordinator spot and just go straight to head coach? So you like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that like the way the Ravens' brain operates. Oh I yeah, I mean, I understand that. what you're saying. I'm just, I'm saying like if there was if there was someone to promote a person yeah. who's been in a position where they're running a staff. And they're communicating with media and all that shit, like all the the head coaching stuff that a lot of the coordinators like don't have any experience with. That's something T Higgins, do, especially at Tennessee, because Tennessee is a uh, even though they've sucked for so long and they weren't good when he was there, it's still a fucking huge college football market. So there's a uh, you know he has experience. With, yeah, I would say T Martin. If did I just say did, T Higgins again? You did say Higgins again. I'm I'm just gonna keep on saying like third like three. Three fucking times. But anyways, if I were to promote within, I would go with Martin or Weaver. Because, I mean, Weaver was the assistant head coach anyways. Right. Weaver left. And, and, that, and oh, yeah. yeah. Did Weaver back. leave? I thought Weaver took the uh, defensive coordinator job with Jacksonville, maybe? Mm-hmm. I thought he went. Uh, I forget where. I, no, that uh, was he... uh, what's his face, uh, Joe Cullen, and then he. That was Cullen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I forget who. Uh, what's his face? Peterson has as a DC now, but it's not. Um, it's it's, it's not, not Weaver. Weaver still. Weaver, with us. Weaver is still here. Yeah. He, he's coaching up the young fellows along the defensive line, Washington and Travis Jones oh. and Matabike. Yeah, he's and, done a great job with Odafe Owe. Psych. He showed up last week or on uh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah he ran through Jonah Williams. Well, yeah, he <laughs> showed up one time in his career. I mean, good for him. Like, finally did something, but still, like the fuck. Yeah, I just... yeah. He's the assistant head coach and defensive line coach. So, I mean, that would make sense yeah. right there. Yeah, I could see that then. I, I just, I don't know, like, if if you give Dakota the reins there. Um, does he go defense? Does he go young offensive guy? Like, is it does Steve make that call? Is Sashi Brown in on that? Like, I don't know what they would do for a new head coach. As far as so Sashi Brown is concerned, I think he's all on like the marketing side of like concessions, ticket sales. He's, I think, the president is all in charge of like the marketing side. Yeah. I don't think he's part of any of on the football side. Which would be good because he was not great with the Browns. Bring back Dick Cass. I feel like shit didn't go wrong while Dick Cass was wrong. But he he's right. he's done. He's retired. Yeah, he's like. What about what? A, I mean, we've talked on here before, but what about Steichen from uh, Eagles? That's actually who I was about to bring up. Uh, White pants wonder, my co-host, as we all <laughs> <Fuck> know. Fuck him. 
Yeah. Stupid Asshole. bitch. Fuck that guy. I don't even know him, but fuck that. Fuck white pants. I went on yeah, around the Jake, block. Jake, he advocates for all white. So I went yeah. on around the block. Oh, so he's a Klansman. Listen. He's only the second person we've accused of being a Klans person on this podcast. So he's not, you know, not even. Yeah, it's fair. Right? If you're going to advocate for all white, either you're a child of God or burn crosses that's the only thing i can think of off top there's no in between me. or or you live in miami you're a fucking pitbull yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's that, that is true you're a professional but painter he was the one who brought up the eagles offensive coordinator months ago as a possible hardball replacement and i was thinking bring him in as our replacement head coach but bring in either uh, Kevin Petullo or Brian Johnson as his OC. Leave Mikey Mack as a DC. Yeah, I, I think that if you do bring in a new coach, I think you almost have to, like, I don't know, force them to keep Mike McDonald's defensive coordinator as the right thing, but, like, you know, strongly suggest they do that. But I'd rather not let him walk. I feel like he did uh, a lot of good for this team. And, yeah, there were some bad games here and there, but, you know, first year calling plays. Well, it's more like bad up. moments, more bad moments than bo- bad yeah. games. And, I mean, Roquan's a superstar. We all know that. We all yeah. saw how the defense changed, but Mike McDonald actually got better calling the game, game to game. It yeah. wasn't all just Roquan. Well, yeah, and, uh, like, you know, the same way people – just before we, we started this, we had somebody in a Twitter group that uh, – Grant and Drew and I are in say because because the Ravens signed Ben Mason to a future like reserve deal that uh, that means Greg Roman <laughs> is coming back. Like, one oh, yeah, of the stupider Theo fucking Twitter. things I've ever heard. But uh, yeah, Theo put but, that out there. So, but yeah, like my, no, but it, in previous it, years, in previous Theo. years, the, the roster has been built for Greg Roman's offense, and it is currently. But there's a lot of expiring contracts. But the the defense the acquisitions that were made and the draft picks that we had and everything else, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's with Mike McDonald in mind. So I think it'd be stupid, you know, after one year to get rid of him, especially because uh, I think the Ravens defense at times this year looked like a, you know, top three defense at, at times, was, just they look super like the most dominant was... defense in the league at times. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. then there was those moments where they looked like, uh, you know, you could do whatever the hell you wanted to him. So well, and we we were full strength. What once? Yeah, yeah. That's the. I mean that. And but you know, and you you can't. There's no like. It's kind of net neutral there. You know, it's. Uh, you can say yeah, we didn't have everybody at the same time. You can also say that anybody else can make that same claim. And you know, like last year, Wink had a fucking absolute, absolutely decimated unit that he was working with. So. Um, I don't know. It's people get hurt every year. You're going to have somebody get hurt. So uh, it's, it's not, I, I'm, I, I haven't even at any point this year, I've never been like, Oh man, injuries. That's what's killing us. So they didn't it, help. But you know, like you said, they happened. They weren't other than Lamar's injury. That was the only one. Right. That was right. Right. Yeah. Until that one. Uh, and, and that one, no matter when that happens, you could have every other person on the entire roster, not get hurt for the entire year. If Lamar Jackson gets hurt, that cha- that changes the team completely. Yeah. Cause you That's know, what and, happens, they, they, you lose your Bateman hurt too, but you know, again, if you had Lamar, you could survive not having Bateman. You cannot survive having Tyler Huntley start. Is no, really what it no, and we, we we know that because we saw it last year. We saw it. Um, we we've seen it over and over again, and still the Twitter narrative seems to be that if Lamar is going to be difficult with this contract extension and blah blah blah, why don't we roll with Huntley on a short contract and stack him with weapons? But like, 
I don't know what other people see. Like, I don't know if I'm blind. I don't know if I'm like, you know, drinking too much during games. What thing is like, I watched Tyler Huntley. He's just not good at football. No, he's not. So the only reason I can see the Ravens, if so there's a lot of like things that have to happen for this to make sense. But the first thing that has to happen is we don't have Lamar Jackson. We trade him. Um, and then if we, instead of acquiring some sort of bridge quarterback, we roll with Tyler Huntley. I can promise you the thinking behind that is we got to do what we got to do to get Caleb Williams in 24. Oh, and so the whole trade Lamar thing doesn't make sense to me because like your idea would be to replace him through the draft of the franchise quarterback. Like you'd be getting a ton of, right. you know, no, draft capital back. I, I totally no, agree with you. I, I think it's and stupid. Nobody this, nobody this year is that guy. You know what I mean? People love to, for right. whatever reason, Will Levis is the guy that everybody loves hyping up. It, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, is a criminal I'm, against. I'm seeing Bryce Young go first. I mean, but I'm saying, so at the end of the day, not one of them can hold a fucking candle to Lamar Jackson. No, and people right. forget that Lamar Jackson is 25 years old. Like, right. like Stetson Bennett's 25 years old and he's still in college football. Like, people don't realize how insane it is at what he's done at such an early age. People think he's like 30. Like people well, he's really act like he's, 20, he's 30. To be clear, he's 26. Well, he just turned he just yeah, turned He just 26, turned 26 yeah. like 2 weeks ago, yeah. But still, that's insane and and still due for his first contract. And I mean, like you're not going to find anybody and I don't want fucking picks. I want no, Lamar no, no. Jackson. No. No, so to be clear, what I'm saying is, okay, let's think about this. Uh if the Ravens were to decide okay we're gonna uh we're gonna non-exclusive tag lamar we're gonna let him test the market and see what what people offer him and then the jets offer him like 275 million million dollars guaranteed and we're like all right well have at it then you know we're we not just don't, like, we're not, I, don't, I just but, don't buy that okay come to okay okay yeah. but hold on yeah. i'm not and done they, i'm not I don't done. know they did it with cj mosley i'm not done i'm yeah. not done so they let it. They let that happen, and they so they let the market bear its bear itself out instead of telling Lamar, "Here's what we think you're worth." Like they say, "Okay, Lamar, you want to get a fully guaranteed contract, or you want to get the most guaranteed money?" So we're going to do the non-exclusive tag, so you and and your uh, advisors can like test the market and see what they what they come back with, and then if it's you know at the the level that we're willing to go, then we're just going to match it, and you're just going to be here. So, but they you, do that. you can't hold on. You can't hold play on. that game. You can't okay, play so hold that on. game with a team. Uh, that's right, hold on. Money. Hold on. Hold we'll on. So, so let's assume then a team gives Lamar Jackson a deal that we're not willing to match. Okay. Lamar's gone. We get two first round picks back. One of them, obviously. So it's going to be uh, when I've never seen this happen before that anybody gets the non-exclusive tag and then someone signs them to an offer sheet. And then the, that transaction happens. I assume that it means you get two first round picks, meaning that team's first round pick for this year and the following year. That's how I assume that that the mechanism works. Okay. So we have two first round picks. I don't think no matter who it is, they're going to be a team. I mean, maybe it could be the team with the first overall pick. I don't know. I mean, Chicago is going to trade that pick, but whoever it is, whoever has it, uh, there's no quarterback you can take at any point in this draft who replaces Lamar Jackson. So it's like, like you said, Grant. So you're not, making the move if they decide to do this, which again, I don't advocate for this at all. I'm, a, I'm on the complete other side of it. We should have already given Lamar Jackson a, a $240 million fully guaranteed contract yesterday so that he never even thinks about going and talking to another team. But in the hypothetical, all this has happened. Okay, so 
we have a first round pick this year and next year. So whatever we do this year, we do this year. Next year, we need to be in a position to pick Caleb Williams. He's going to be the number one overall pick in the 2024 draft. I, I mean, I cannot see a world where that's not the case. So this year, replacing Lamar Jackson is you either slide Tyler Huntley in as the starting quarterback, knowing you're going to be bad and Bad meaning we'll probably win six or seven games because we have a we'll have a good defense with a coordinator who's in year two and we have a running game we have a great offensive line and all those things. But um, you're the alternative is you sign a, a quarterback, a veteran quarterback, and who who's that? Tom Brady or maybe Aaron Rodgers if he uh, opts out of his deal. I think there's an opt out or uh, it's like they're not going to go get a quarterback who's forty years old. And they're not going right. to trade for De- for Derek Carr. De- like you think that if Lamar Jackson couldn't could only go one and three in the playoffs, that Derek Carr is going to be a fucking upgrade on that? No. So you're looking for a guy who's going to be the guy, and there's no guy available. Who is that guy? No. Well, so and two so- things. Like so, the first thing is is you don't do that as you don't do anything like that as a team that doesn't spend money. You don't put out there and say, "Hey." Well, how much are you going to pay for this guy knowing you're not going to pay shit? We're one of the cheapest teams out there, especially when it comes to a crock of shit, Grant. It's not. It's not. We don't pay. If you haven't paid him now, you're cheap as fuck. Grant, 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 we gave Joe Flacco the biggest quarterback contract in in NFL history. We just paid Roquan Smith the biggest middle linebacker salary. Structure it. Structured. It's smart. It's not. Uh, it's but, not but my point. Dollars. My point is, is that this we spend to the cap every year. The problem with the Ravens is that they're not creative with their cap space, and that they're not great at these the, at, at structuring things in a manner that they can give out multiple big contracts. You know, like consistently. But it, it, this whole narrative that they're cheap and they don't spend is just it's just wrong. It's and not. It's, it's, Pay him. Pay him. If you don't, okay, if you're not but, cheap, he should have been Grant, paid already. Grant, they offered him $200 million guaranteed in the offseason, and he said $195 million in the offseason. He said no. Okay. And so that's a low ball offer in terms of what he wants. And that's I fine. thought it was 133. No, see, I this is it was this 133 is, as well. No, so this is the problem with that 133 number. Okay. So it was 133 fully guaranteed at signing, but if he's on the roster every year of that contract, it, it worked out to $195 million fully guaranteed. Will and I have both heard this from multiple other people. Like, I, I'm, I haven't seen a physical contract offer, so I'm not going to say I'm 100% sure, but I'm, I'm 99% sure that, that that offer existed, that he was going to get $195 well, And Lamar, Lamar confirmed, he said he confirmed between 160 and 180 yeah. with Diana Rossini. And, you know, just like both sides are going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to put things out there that are going to, you know, work to their advantage. So Lamar Jackson may be downplaying See, it's, it's not, the it's contract not the by a little bit because it, to him, there's no difference between 180 and 195. So no. when you hear one, between 160 and 180, it was 180 that he's saying, but 180 and 195 are no different to him because and it doesn't start with Adam, a Schefter, yeah, but you- Adam Schefter and all these people would love to run with the 133 number. Because that creates drama, that creates this soap opera bullshit that we're seeing play out right now, and that drives clicks and views for them. My whole thing but, is that like, you, s- you can call the Ravens cheap, it's not right, but they were clearly willing to pay Lamar a lot of money, a record-setting QB contract, and it wasn't what Lamar wanted, but that doesn't mean that they're not willing to pay him a ton of money. They're not offering him some you know, slap in the face, a low ball offer. They offered to make him like the highest paid quarterback in the right. NFL. And they do have and three, no. three $100 million players on their team. 
three. Yeah. Can I go now? Four. Yes. All right. So that 195, you said yourself that it, he had to be on the roster every year of the contract. That's such an easy cop out. I mean, that's an easy cop out on the back end for them to say, okay, let's do a six year deal. Four years down the road, he starts to maybe dwindle off or has more injuries. Then boom, he's gone. He's not even smelling that. So then you're looking at that 133 to 150, 160 range. That's not a good offer for him. I understand where he's coming from. And but find me a quarterback who doesn't play those contracts out in full. Like, find me a quarterback. It's who not his some, decision. Find, yeah, find me a 25 year old decision. quarterback who doesn't play that. I'm, I'm saying, I'm job. saying, find me a 25 year old quarterback who gets signed to some massive record breaking deal who doesn't get paid every cent off that. Joe Flacco got every cent off his contract, you know. And so, like, we, we can have this argument of the Ravens didn't offer him enough, and that's fair because it wasn't enough because he didn't sign the dotted line. But to say that they didn't offer him a record breaking contract and they tried to do something that they could lose a lot of. Like in that, you know, it was dependent on him being on the roster. It's just, I think it's like, I don't even know if lazy is the right word, but it's just realistically, he's going to get every cent of the contract that he signs. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and and I mean, everybody knew the number though. Like you, at that point, you're slapping him in the face. Everybody knew the number was 200 plus. Everybody knew that. And that's a, a fucking deal for him. Yeah. Especially but, because. But Grant, hey, oh, okay. Long, so gonna, hold on, hold on. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. Elongate out the contract. So on top of that, the other point that Will made on getting a veteran quarterback like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, whoever, and then working it through the draft the next year, that quarterback, that veteran quarterback is still going to be stupid expensive in 2023, 2024 per cap. And then you're looking at the draft pick that's getting the first, you know, top five grade on them and they're getting a top five paycheck they're getting a top five salary per year so then you're doubling down on a contract year that you could just sign lamar and back end it like everybody knew they were because if he signs the deal now it's going to be what eight million up front for year one like you can't do that with the structure of signing a veteran and then going no, no. straight to a it would be so it, so for them to do that would be them trading away lamar because they aren't willing to go to whatever guaranteed level he wants and then bringing a guy in thinking, okay, uh, we want to win now. So, And this is why this is like an unrealistic situation to me because they don't do a win now thing. They don't want to do a one-year window and then rebuild afterwards, especially because I think that the greatest indicator of the Ravens' intentions is the fact that they paid Roquan Smith $100 million, whatever it is, $45 million guaranteed. But, I mean, it's it, it's the richest contract ever for, for his position. Um you're not gonna bring in. You're not gonna give him that that contract when you have Ronnie Stanley on a hundred billion dollar contract. You have Marlon Humphrey on a what ninety eight point five million dollar contract. Exactly. Uh, you're, yeah, you're not going to sign another guy to a, a you know I, I don't want to say non premium but like non skill position. Not like it's not quarterback. It's not wide receiver. You're not gonna sign another guy to uh to one of those contracts without your quarterback under contract. So, uh, or without the intention of putting your, your quarterback under contract. So uh, I think the Roquan Smith signing was like a barometer for what the Ravens intentions are with Lamar Jackson personally. Any way you, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, do the recent draft misses hurt that? Because you want to hit on some of these guys. Like, I mean, it's not Bateman's fault. He's been hurt. Everybody saw his foot. But, I mean, when you have a guy that's hardly played at all, that was your first-round receiver, that when he does play, he's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, do, do these injuries and misses like Owe, do they slow that process down? Because you do have to go out and overpay for a guy. Maybe, I mean, maybe yeah. not. I, mean, I think they just had a pretty good draft. So, and and it was one of those where okay, like again, it's sort of a devil's advocate thing because I I don't I, I'm not I'm kind of neutral on the whole thing, but we all thought they were gonna like you they were gonna take those fourth round picks and turn them into picks in in earlier rounds by trading them, and they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They took a whole shitload of players, and you know we we criticized the the draft for the past couple of years because there's like x amount of players who aren't on the roster anymore. If you go back to twenty. 19 or 2020 yeah 2019 there's like nobody left except for ben powers but um i I think the last two there's only and i think yeah there's only two right who aren't on the roster from the last two uh sean wade and well ben mason's Mason's back back. yeah yeah sean wade i think was yeah so there's a bunch of those guys there so you know i don't know i mean boykin is on the errors and enemy now well boykin yeah boykin was 19. 19 Oh, yeah. was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah nineteen only. Actually, guys he was. Still in the left. Yeah, he, uh, was, he was, was nineteen. 20. He was twenty. No, yeah, he was. No, he was, he was with Marquise. 20. Oh, you're right. He was with Marquise. Yeah, Boykin was nineteen for sure because he caught a, he caught a touchdown in that Miami game. Mm-hmm. I, I again, the Ravens drafting has not been great, and it has forced them to go out and maybe pay more for guys that maybe they didn't want to pay that kind of money. Um, again, you have a rotating door at right tackle. You haven't been able to solve that issue yet. Like, I, I totally understand that drafting has maybe stunted some progress, but at the end of the day, they're willing to pay Lamar Jackson a ton of money. Yeah, there's, it's, there's gonna no other, it's going it, to happen. The fact that they've invested, like I said, the fact they've invested that money in those other players, uh, to me, it's this is not a team that is willing to have a year where they're, you know, and it, sometimes it's not by choice. Like last year, we were eight and nine, uh, but historic injuries but they're not this is not a a franchise where we're like yeah we're gonna do a little rebuild here and uh just eat it for a year so you know Mm. i i I see everybody i think they're like hedging their bets they're like oh i don't want to be the guy who's like super optimistic about lamar jackson coming back i'm gonna be that guy i think it's it's 80 20 lamar jackson will be on the ravens 80 percent next year I think it's ninety-five go... five that he's on the team next year. It's just is he on the team on an extension or is it a franchise tag? Situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I like I, that three-year franchise tag that Drew and I talked about. How many have ever long ago it was? I stole that from Will for the record. So, oh, was it Will's idea originally? Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, Will, Will is the one who. I basically, one who yeah, I basically laid out. Uh, I think it was like a seven-year, three hundred and sixty-nine million dollar contract for him, and that was him. And actually, it was eight eight years and three hundred and ninety three million dollars, something like that, because it's it takes into account the the fifth year option, two franchise tag years, and then a five year extension for two hundred seventy five million dollars. That's that that was my my personal like, I I said Lamar Jackson wants something in the neighborhood of this, and that the annual value of the contract is fifty two point seven million dollars, which means it exceeds uh. Aaron Rodgers, it sort of sets the market. It's not like it resets the market by, you know, a hundred thousand dollars on on top of fifty million. It resets it properly for quarterbacks, and I think that's part of what he's looking for. He's 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 negotiating the contract by himself. 
you know, or with advisors, but not with an agent. So he wants to do right by the other players. So $52.7 million annually for a quarterback, I think, uh, after Aaron Rodgers did what he did is is fair. I'm going to meet in the middle with you, with y'all's both. I'm going to say he's going to be 90, about 87 to 90% on the team. The only way that he won't is if obviously Greg Roman gets re-signed and there's a whole bunch of other mishaps that he's just like, okay, I'm going to go test the market then. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you know, like they I said, made I it think clear. them letting him test the market, them doing the non-exclusive tag to te- test the market, I think is a mistake because someone is going to throw an astronomical amount of money at him. And, and the reason the contract, the reason we know it, it. The, well, the reason we know it is because Cleveland did it to win the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And they're all they're winning is a guy who hasn't played football in two years who just raped like 30 women. So yeah. imagine imagine the bounty on Lamar Jackson, who is squeaky clean, and the only knock on him is that uh, Greg Roman's bullshit scheme and personnel, uh, you know, choices got him injured for the last you know five six games of the last two seasons. I don't know, man. Golf bloggers say that he's a uh, you know real lazy and selfish piece of shit. So. Yeah, can we touch on that actually? Because go for yeah, it. Wow. Let's that, do okay. it. So that that whole thing. When it came out, it was, well, it pissed me off too. And it pissed everybody off. And it was like, it was very polarizing and it was great for, you know, uh, people to argue about and for clicks and everything else. So, you know, good for, good for Brian. But um, as soon as Sammy Watkins walked back his comments, which was the premise of the entire fucking blog. Did anyone listen to exit 52 today? No, I, I, I I did not yet. I did. He's, he's so and you know, arrogant. You know why I did? Because I knew we were going to have this podcast tonight. So yeah. I listened to it because I wanted to hear the explanation of that with Sammy Watkins' new comments, you know, uh, you know, shining a light on everything he said before. And what I heard was, I stand by everything that I wrote. Um, and it all it didn't, he didn't reference Sammy Watkins at all. No, so, because he's a disingenuous fuck. And yeah, it was right. A so, stupid fucking article. Like the fucking headline of the article is about Sammy Watkins, but now he's making it about his source and about how he knows he's right. But dude, the fucking article was written because of Sammy Watkins saying, like, giving like a fucking These... dissertation, this long ass explanation of why Lamar Jackson isn't playing and he should be out there and all this other bullshit. And then, and then Sammy Watkins says, "I was being selfish," you know, I. I was saying that because I wanted to be out there. I mean, and honestly, I felt like his comments after the fact were much more like uh, normal and made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Didn't think he was a fucking lizard. Right. It sounded a lot more normal to me. Right. Exactly. So then for Banks to be like, uh, he didn't even mention that Sammy Watkins contradicted what he, what he said in the first place. All he said was, I "I still, I stand by everything I wrote. Okay. But you use Sammy Watkins as, like the basis for what you said, right. and then you so, now you've, you're ignoring every you're ignoring the basis for the first thing you said. I, I I know I know what Banks 2021 stuff is. I don't really want to put it out in public because I I think that it could be misinterpreted and taken the wrong way. I will. Well, say I know what it is too, and I actually had a tweet yeah. about it, and I've talked to many people about this, and it's the, it it 
it had to do with someone else. There are there are three things that happened. Two of them I'm not going to say. The third one is that Lamar was not going to rehab at the end of last year. The timing of that, I've asked a lot of people in the know, and it seems to be that there was that time where he tried to practice, and there were videos of him limping around at practice, and then he did not practice for the rest of the week, and then he ended up not playing for the rest of the year. At some point after that, he stopped going to rehab. The team is not happy with, or the team at that point was not happy with that because they wanted him to stick to the Ravens program, but he knew his season was shot at that point. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So not well, going to But I also know that at the same time, there was someone in his ear, yeah, the, at, in his head, who was who was contributing to the, the other two incidents. I put solely on that other individual who is yeah, no yeah. longer there. I, but, but I think so, that I think that one is also sort of symptomatic of of that relationship. No, so what I was going to say is that Banks article, and he says this verbatim in there is that I know this happened in 2021 because I have a source who used to work for the team and I, they were correct on the Marshall Yonder retirement schedule leaks. And I think the Marcus Peters trade were his three big things. Yep. And then he then took Sammy Watkins statement and said, I believe the same thing is happening in 2022 that was happening in 2021 because of what Sammy Watkins said. So basically what you're saying is that Last year, you knew something to be a fact. This dumb fuck who, again, tweeted that he is a solar-powered lizard at one point. That is like a direct quote from Sammy Watkins. Said this shit about Lamar Jackson. And your response to that is to be like, oh, well, fucking Lamar Jackson's a terrible guy. And Lamar Jackson's not going to rehab. And Lamar Jackson doesn't care about this team. It's it's lazy. It's disingenuous. It's fucking stupid. And I, the, like you said, he didn't own up to it on Exit 52. That's fine. I didn't fucking listen to it. But like, he's such a fucking arrogant fuck for thinking that like people are going to buy this dumb shit. And it's, it's again, our fans want this fucking weird ass soap opera to be going on. And it's so fucking irritating to watch unfold. People pushing fake narratives and shit that they know is not real for clicks. It's fucking stupid and lazy. Oh, and he used Mike Preston too in that article. He then, in the article, he he linked the twelve fourteen Mike Preston story, and then said Mike Preston is a noted clown. And it's like, well, you're also a fucking noted clown at this point. So I don't know. I, I never had any use for him to begin with. I never really, I never really like listened to his content or read much of what he wrote. And like, it, it just it kind of confirmed that like this is why I don't really fuck with this guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. Uh, just. So I listened to to X, I like Exit Fifty Two. I like Taylor Smith. I like uh, RDT. But and I like Banks generally. But uh, this this whole thing is is felt sort of like a like. So I I made these comments. I don't know if I made them on the podcast or not. I don't think I did. But um, there was a lot of like chatter the past two weeks about the Lamar injury and whether it's legit, whether it's not legit. And there was this dude, I don't even remember his fucking name at this point, who chimed in like towards the tail end of it. He had nothing to do with it. He's not a Ravens reporter. And to me, it just feels like at a, a certain point, people are, uh, it was the guy who, it was, uh, Jim Trotter. Jim Trotter. Yeah, yeah, Jim Trotter. He said, I had a player come up to me off the record or anonymously and tell he me. Un, he said unprovoked. Yeah, unprovoked. And uh, tell me, I had a PCL injury week one. And I, uh, I'm still not right or whatever he fucking said, but it was like, this is just Jim Trotter making up a story that nobody can corroborate. Nobody can corroborate it because it's an anonymous person. It's a player. Okay. So he's giving it 
credentials. He's like giving it validation. It's a it's a player. Who a player where a fucking player on like your like nephew's team or an NFL player, whatever. It doesn't matter. A player approached him like this player was so concerned about what was going on that he was like, hey, Jim, I got to I got to have a conversation with you in the alley. Meet me out back in in 15 minutes. We're going to talk. And he told him my I had a PCL injury and this and that, whatever. Okay, that's a guy who is telling you a story that he fucking made up. So that he can be part of the Lamar Jackson conversation. That's it. Because well, he knows honestly, Lamar Jackson's conversations get fucking views and clicks and everything else. Even if you want to believe his story as far-fetched as it sounds, and a, a player did approach him and say, I hurt my PCL and it's still bothering me, you know, 10 weeks later. Like, sure, fine. But how is that relevant to Lamar? That's well, what and, confused me. So my point is this. That may be true. He may have heard that at some point, like mm-hmm. along the way, like – Hey, how's your knee doing to somebody? And they're like, oh, you know, he knowing it was a PCL injury. And they're like, oh, yeah, 10 weeks. It took 10 weeks for that to feel better. And that took and that happened like five years ago or whatever. There's no chance a player approached him in like the back alley to have a conversation to tell him like some information just to like uh, make Lamar Jackson and the Ravens look bad. That just is not a real thing that happened. That's one of those things that where like a reporter is just taking these uh, like artistic liberties and they're supposed yep. to not be artists. They're supposed to just be like telling you what, what actually happened. So, yeah, no, I think what Banks did is he, Scummy. you know, he, right. He has a bunch of information about things that have happened in the past. He's making them into things that, uh, that people can, that there's a lot of chatter about and there's people who will say are going on now, but there's no evidence of it. And he's like, Here's the evidence, but the evidence is what it's like. It's it Sammy happened. It, it yeah, right. It's Sammy Watkins, a fucking luna, a known lunatic, saying a bunch of shit to a reporter. Just and the fact that it was so long, like the fucking quote was two paragraphs long. And it I was can't like, believe that he went that long without saying something ridiculous. But right, you know, yeah. Just, the fact that it was that long that they had to put th- that many words in there. Uh oh. Hold on, we got somebody else joining. Oh. The fact the fact that they had to, to that they had to let him go that long to get to the point, that kind of speaks to my point that that's not that, I mean, it 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 shouldn't hold any water and the fact that that was like the basis of Banks saying what he said and then his like proof of it was something he knew from like something that happened a fucking year ago. That's that, but it, I mean, Tony Lombardi did the same shit with the Kodak Black stuff that happened in 2019, and he wrote about it at the end of 2020 or the end of 2021. It's the same. It's the same playbook. You know that Lamar Jackson drama drives clicks, and so you take these facts that you've compiled over a three-year period, you condense them into having happened in the last week, and then you sell this this fucking magnificent story. It's it's ridiculous. It's the same fucking thing over and over again. I feel like I'm crazy being the only one that sees this shit. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the allure of draw, you know, making this, manufacturing this drama for Twitter clicks. Doesn't make sense to me. Now, who do we bring in? Who, who, who's here? It says Doctor oh, of Christ. Thirst on here. Yeah. Yes. What up, Tom? What's going on? Fella? Oh, have mercy. What up, Tom? <laughs> what up? You jump on camera. The man, oh, the, the legend. Look, he showed up again with no headset. <laughs> Max is gonna fucking kill you. I got earbuds in, so the mic should work. 
Yeah, it sounds better than last time, but that's not saying much. Hopefully uh, Tom fucking, can manage to not uh walk around his house and do fucking yeah, get up and start fucking, you know, doing doing laps around his living room. <laughs> fucking aerobics. <sighs> Tom's Tom area grievances. Go for it. Oh. Did, did y'all cover anything yet? Yeah, we've covered a lot. It's been yeah, like we're like an, yeah, we're like an hour and a half in, but you know what? You're I, I I put an open invite out, so if you have something you you need to say, you say it. I'm sending this link to the Ravens ATB group chat, by the way. Do it. I mean, I'm sure y'all fucking cover this at length, but just the fucking double dose of stupidity between calling a QB sneak from the two yard line and then the fucking idiot backup quarterback jumping, even though clearly a baffle happens. Uh, like I said, no, y'all probably talked about this at length. I mean, I'm always open to slander Tyler Huntley, so man, just fucking. Just gross negligence by Greg Roman and stupidity by Tyler Huntley. Like, there's no, but that that kind of like fits the Ravens season too, and kind of how we do shit of just fucking instead of uh, you know shoot ourselves in the foot once instead of stopping the bleeding, we shoot ourselves in the other foot over and over again. Like they truly, it's like neither Greg or the side. I have no idea what Tom just said. I didn't hear it. Tom, 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 Tom doesn't only have Android phone. He has Android uh, earbuds, too. That's Tin Can String. That's 100% Tin Can String. <laughs> I don't know. He kind of sounded like Boomhauer a little bit with that. The Texas, the Texas draw. Oh, shit. Don't get me started. Don't get me started now. <laughs> so, Tom, Tom I, I sent him the link, and he goes, oh, shit, I might fuck up the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> Or Max. No, Max. <sighs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, like legit, we can't hear a fucking word you're saying. What are what? What the fuck are these? What what is apparatus you have in your ears? If I talk, if I talk like this, I sound like Tom. Jesus Christ! Oh, you know, yeah, we hear you now. Fuck! I don't know what the wrong there. Um, sorry, Max. God fucking damn it, Tom! <laughs> Max actually told me to tell everyone like. He's not editing shit, so say whatever you want. <laughs> or, or like, I don't know, I don't know, uh, Brandon and Tom that that closely uh, personally, but don't say anything. I don't want, I don't want any. Uh, Tom, Tom, I don't want any Lindsay, I don't want any Lindsay words sneaking through here. Tom, the, the, the things that the things you DM me to tweet about Lindsay, like, please don't say them on the podcast. Listen. I already ripped her a new one or or like went through the whole group chat talking about how she's uh how would or everything that basically Drew and you will have already said about her. I didn't say anything. Uh, that was that was Tom who said that. Yeah, what I don't understand is that is that Tom just Drew is just a puppet. Yeah, Tom just like writes things and says, please copy and paste this for me. I'm afraid to send it myself. <laughs> Tom Ghost writes all of my tweets. <laughs> hey, before my audio got fucked up, I was saying on that QB sneak, I, I, it was like uh, neither Greg nor John actually realized where the fuck the ball was spotted. Like, definitely like, not. <laughs> definitely not. Not at all. There's no way you call a fucking QB sneak right. from the two yard line. There's no chance. And and one that's Correct. designed to push it. Have you ever seen a fucking push play from two full yards? Like. And then, if you're no. Tyler Huntley, if you're Tyler Huntley in that situation, maybe be like, "Yeah, no, like this isn't gonna work." 
you know, audible and something else. I don't know. Like do that play that Peyton Manning did. Yeah. Well, so I think that that's where, uh, like JK's comments, there's a little context for that where he's like, if we had Lamar, we, we would have won. I think. Lamar wouldn't try to jump over the pile. No. Right. Yeah. Number one, if, if that play got called in and I'm not saying that, that JK is saying all these things, but uh, like, let's be reasonable. Uh, if that call got played in or that play got called in, uh, yeah, I'm empty. So, uh, so if, that, good, if that play got called in, Lamar would have been like, fuck that. We're running this. If for some reason he decided yeah. to run the play, he would not have tried to fucking, uh, like be like Michael Jordan in fuck in space jam and score. That wouldn't That's have happened. Exactly what he did. Go stretch on. He on, really did do that. Line. You saw J.K. Dobbins do it earlier in the game and was like, oh, shit, I can do that, too. And he just no, so I get, I, short, though, I when I they promise, show the yeah, angle. No, yeah, if Lamar's in the game and that and that call comes in, he either, like, looks at the sideline and does, like, one of these and does his own thing, or he calls timeout, period. That's all. That's it. <laughs> I, think so audi- I think he audibles it at the line and would have just yeah. been like, yeah, I'm either giving it to J.K. or I'm taking off. Can someone please do an audio of that play with I believe I can fly playing in the background in slow motion? I don't want to watch hold it. On. No, I don't want to slow it down. Listen, hold on. Majority of my Facebook friends list is all friends and family from back in the Cincinnati area. They have played that clip to the Celine Dion song. I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> that's that's like the insult injury needed. So yes. on my on my friends and family, I am seeing nothing but pro Bengals and that exact play and the run Hubbard or run. So I'm just like, shut the fuck up, y'all. Hey, like, can we stop? It's all right, because fucking Sam Hubbard's a Scientologist and he's a direct descendant of L. Ron Hubbard. So fuck him. Simple as that. Fuck that guy. Can can you talk about how uh, Huntley was convinced and actually arguing that he got the ball over the plane too? Like, oh, yeah, that just made, made, that was really hilarious. Home. What are you doing? He was like a full four feet short. Yeah, it challenge like it, challenge it, challenge it, buddy. <laughs> just fuck it, challenge <laughs> it. I got it. Throw down the red flag. Be dumbest challenge that would not he be had, the dumbest challenge. Be, like I was going to say, he would challenge that for sure. Yeah, he yeah. would. Oh my god, fucking throw it. Yeah, I thought he was immediately. Does he ever win a challenge? No, Every not anymore. Anymore, it seems like like what maybe two 10%. out of four or two out of five or something like that. Yeah, so or 10, 20 percent. It's bad. He just challenges dumb shit. He challenges dumb like shit like a spot that's six inches, you know, difference. Yeah, yeah and they're not like, going to change that, right? Shit that they're not going to change exactly. Like, oh, instead of being fourth and three, oh, you're right, John. It's fourth and two. Like, congratulations. <laughs> so I'm the fucking first time. Didn't Go do fourth anything. down. Now give me your fucking timeout. Oh, John, John, you are right. Your guy caught it. However, both of his feet were out of bounds for five seconds before he caught the ball. So it's it's not a it's not a catch. I'm sorry. It's just like it, it, him with challenges is just I every time he pulls up the red flag, I'm like, all right, so it's 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 what they call it on the field. Would you say He's, him with challenges is a challenge? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he's the chief corral me from the office. They're like, don't do any stupid challenges, John. You know what? I'm gonna do stupid challenges, even stupider. Hold my beer. Hold my beer, Bucko. Speak, John. Don't challenge. And Harbaugh, did we talk about his uh, clock management yet? 
No. I don't think uh, we no, are. Not. Not. No. Listen, it's open forum. You say whatever you want. I mean, uh, the fuck that the clock, the fact that the clock management was so fucking egregious, and then that he didn't even question himself in the press conference afterward. You know, he was 100%. No, no, I, actually, I, I actually, I actually, I respect it when it's like, it was, it was so obviously bad. And people were like, what were you doing? And he was like, the fuck were you doing? Yeah. What game are you watching, pal? <laughs> just so unaware of how dumb he is that he's just like, oh, I was fucking right. right. Fuck you. John, did you think of calling timeouts? No, we actually had that drawn up. So we would waste a minute and a half and then throw a Hail Mary that we hoped would bounce into Jay Pro- James Prochet's hands. We just, we underestimated that he can't fucking catch. So yeah. clock he on, somehow uh, he's his, like, he showed up to the, the uh, press conference with his, with his Super Bowl ring on and just like held it up like this. Like what? Uh, I couldn't hear your question. I'm sorry. So I remember that time in 2012 that Greg Roman won me a Super Bowl because he didn't know how to call a fucking goal line place. Yeah, yeah, that's why I can get away with this. That was a great tweet by Tom. I, 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 people, people don't talk about that. Ever. I think the thing is, that thing's up to like 1,500 likes. But yeah, it's, people, people, but it's people, true. People don't he, talk about that Roman, Roman ran in that Super Bowl that same fucking stupid rollout to the right that has never worked. Yep. Yeah. The only time it's ever worked. The only time it's ever worked is when Lamar did that one where he basically just stopped and threw it like and threw it up. And like, no, no, didn't throw it up. It was Mark Andrews like ran back. It was like he ran all the way to the sideline, stopped and threw it. Like, I think it was against Buffalo, maybe. I think you're right. That was clearly in it. Yeah, that was an improvised play too. Like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it wasn't the way it was designed. No chance. It's like I didn't yeah, even realize until I made that tweet. I was like, "Holy shit!" He really was calling that same fucking stupid play a decade ago. But that's why Greg, Greg Roman works for a year because people are like, "Oh, new new team, new Greg Roman," and then he, you know, coaches for sixteen games. They're like, "Nope, never mind." Same fat idiot up in the booth. You know, he's just going to call the same, same shit over and over again. Shout yeah. out Cassie Bel Cassie Belke. She she told us all. Yeah. Yes, and I mean, and the thing with that too is, even in 2019, you have a fucking unicorn at quarterback. I mean, how many of the games were just Lamar putting the team on his back? Well, it was a lot of it was teams were like, "Fuck, we don't know how to guard Lamar," and maybe Greg Roman's going to do something new. And Greg Roman didn't do anything new, but they were so enamored with Lamar that it let guys be open. He was throwing yeah. Seth fucking Roberts and won a fucking MVP. Yeah. According to what I looked on for the offensive line, we also had a like very elite offensive line back then too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That was a crazy good offensive line. I think in twenty nineteen they had all day to throw. I think there was more read option shit too that they were having to defend at that point. It's like it's like when Greg and John try to evolve, like it just gets progressively worse. Like they evolve in the wrong they devolve. I'd rather see the exact same shit from 2019 because when they try to improve upon it, it just, you know, it's like they try to add shit to it and it just gets worse. The worst thing to happen to Greg Roman is that like weird plays work because then he calls them as part of the regular offense. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Mark Andrews running the ball ever? Like it worked one one time. Yeah. But it worked one time on that fourth down. And she's like, I'm going to do it again. Two. Yeah, Can we just give it to Pat Ricard up in the middle? I've been saying, why is Pat Ricard not our short yardage guy? Uh, like well, I can tell you, I can tell you why because he got stoned by a safety on fourth and one. Grant, Grant, one, the reason that Grant hasn't said anything since Sunday, and the reason uh-huh. Grant's been like <laughs> invisible for three weeks, he saw that shit happen. He's been thinking about that every minute. Every second, he's been it, on, every like, when he wakes up in the morning, his eyes open and he sees it. 
it's uh, like, I mean, he got, it wasn't even like a, oh shit, I got tackled. He got straight stopped in his tracks by a fucking safety. He was so shocked. He was so shocked that he even got the ball in in a situation where he should get the ball. He's like, why am I not running a wheel route down the sideline right now? Well, what is going on here? Oh shit. I'm being used as I'm intended. And now it didn't work. How about like, you know, Sunday we have the big play. We get down on the goal line. And the first thing that Greg Roman can't wait to fucking call is a pass to the fucking fullback. Walk in touchdown if Tyler Hunter doesn't way. fucking right. suck. Right. The way. worst throw I've ever seen in my fucking walk life. In, walk in touchdown if he puts that on his shoes. I will not be hearing any Pat Ricard slander on that. That's fucking no bullshit. Pat Ricard slander. I hate it. I okay. I have an eight-year-old child. She could have made that throw. She would know damn well not to throw the ball where. Tyler Huntley threw the ball like when that ball came out of his hand. I was like, he let the ball go like in front of his face, dude. Yeah. Will, if you finish a, the bottle, all you got to do is float right it. Now. Just fucking th- just float it. Just float if it. If you finish the bottle you had right now, you're still making that throw. Uh, absolutely. I don't know. I've got a lot left. I, I I have confidence in every single person that I have ever conversed with on Twitter. Everybody in this call right now. That you are making that throw that Tyler Huntley could not. Did make. Did you see how mad Pat Ricard was? Yes. I would be. I would be fucking. I would have been. I would have been like, oh, I got a limp. I would have been. Fucking he's got that out. fat. He was Paul fat, crew. Fat mean guy. I don't know his name. Drewski fucking roasting him for running these routes, and that was his like redemption moment. Of he catches that fucking ball, walks in for a touchdown, tells everybody to suck his dick, and Tyler Huntley fucks the throw. He was so fucking mad and. If I was Tyler Huntley, I would have I would have had like a Charlie horse. Like, uh, I fuck, I gotta get Anthony Brown in here for this this play hey, right here. Because I may or may not have about to fucking team. punch me in the face. <laughs> I was Every time my... Anthony Brown gets in, he's like, "It's Bruce's time to shine." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Huntley, what? Uh, let's assume Lamar is back next year. What do y'all think for backup QB? Because obviously, Anthony like, Anthony can't. Brown, Anthony Brown, I'm cool yep. with that. I'm not. I can we trade? Job. Can we trade guys for cash considerations to the XFL? I've come, over to, Will's, I've come over to Will's. I've come over to Will's side of uh, Marcus Mariota. As yeah, the Mariota. Mariota is my like dream backup. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think perfect. I he think Heineke is on offense. Hey, Drew. Hey, Drew. Just, uh, Drew. Just ask uh, Mike Elliott. He'll figure out how to get you cash considerations for anybody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck. Like, give Tyler Huntley up for anything at this point. I, I think he's a free agent, isn't he? He's a, restri- free agent? He's a restricted he, free he's agent. He's restricted, yeah. He's restricted. Okay. No, they'll tender him because that's, you know, just... 100% they will, good. and they will let him go because they want the picks. Yeah, yeah. But is anybody going to pay him? Like, yes. that's that's my worry. Does yes, somebody someone will. Someone will. Yeah. I'll be honest well, with you. The other question... Last year, I he was like a, been with him. I think he fucking got worse this year. Oh, he, like, did. Uh, he, uh, he definitely he did. did, even though his record says different. So th- this is going to be a test of the – the uh, and and Tom, one of your friends is one of these people. The QB wins are not a stat people. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So if Tyler Huntley gets paid, QB wins are a stat. Right, right. Tyler Huntley gets paid, she's going to be really mad because of who Tyler Huntley is. But anyway. Wasn't um, he an alternate? What he looks like, you mean? Yeah. Fourth alternate. Yeah. Apparently a fourth alternate. I, I, I am positive that, and I don't know if this will ever come out, is that him and Lamar Jackson were listed next to each other on the ballot, and people just saw Baltimore and circled him. 
without looking at who they were actually voting for. Because there's no actually. way. It's either that or people were just being dickheads and trying to troll. I'm not sure which yeah, one. It had to have been a troll job. Yeah. Like, but those were players that right. voted. I think I the guard. I think the gardener's mom uh, threatened to burn people's houses down if they didn't vote. For <laughs> Speaking of oh, like, I was I, up, did we figure out where those nine grandkids came from? <laughs> uh, no, 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 we did not. I'm done. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is like, I'll pour another she drink. Gonna, yeah, she wanted to. You know, she's gonna like kill somebody if they came to Baltimore. Like, she's somehow, she's a wild yeah, somehow she's Tom is the wild. one. Tom's the one who came in and said the the fucking crazy shit. <laughs> it's a it's a fair question because you know, again, three kids, nine grandkids. Like, where are they? Like, where John are they? K plus eight. <laughs> who did they come from? What if what if each of the Gardner twins has like two sets of twins of their own that we don't fucking know about. It's like, it's, it's like, uh, they're exponentially multiplying. Right. <laughs> one of them, uh, little babies with sh- shitty beards growing and no mustache. just fucking huge growing on their chin. I thought one of them got broken up with or something like that. Something oh, like that. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. That that wasn't a. I didn't. I didn't at all make make a running joke out of that. Someone, of yeah, people. one of them. One of them tweeted to their four thousand followers about how never he mind. Just, she left a, me. just got fucking clowned by his ex girlfriend. That was the greatest self own of all time. Like I don't well, know. Well, and then was. and then you know, shout out Lar. She did tweet recently how she's much happier single than she has been in years. And she was with that guy for what. years. I can't imagine why. I just don't understand, especially given that they do each have a decent following, the need to, like, something incredibly embarrassing happens in your life. Like, I got to go fucking let my 4,000 followers know about this. So, so your, your, clan, your clan member pal used to get really mad at Will for quote-tweeting people and saying that it was, like, bullying to quote-tweet people with terrible opinions and making fun of them. He literally quote-tweeted himself with that. So he like it was just yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like a separate tweet like he went back to something that he was talking about them doing together like never mind she left you it's the one I, I, from the other one though like uh, hey, let know, me draw attention I'm, to this time that I said this thing and yeah. tell yeah, you how it mind. went the complete opposite way and I'm a fucking piece of shit and then he and then he had the audacity to get mad at me I'm like dude like you can't even say that's the funniest fucking tweet that's ever been put on this application like you have to just you have to understand what you did with that. And then oh, the one today, like I just picture like this traumatic event happening, like a car accident or something, or you know, like his identity <laughs> got stolen. He lost all his money, and it's just like I just got to fucking tweet out four white flags to my five thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the first thing that comes to your fucking mind. People, the people deserve to know that I'm going to be right now. Oh, shit. shit got bad and he, he tweeted out a white flag <laughs> you just get in your car and you're like I don't know what to do but fuck I gotta fucking tweet oh, I, gotta, I gotta send a tweet I gotta send a tweet with the four white flags people gotta I, know that I'm surrendering people I mean, gotta know, I, people are, do they gotta know I gave up white flag <laughs> I haven't I tweeted nine times about it existed until today <laughs> I haven't tweeted 12 times today about how much I want to have sex with Lamar Jackson. The people have to know that's because I've given up on life. No, Drew, that was his personal account. Okay. That's where he says what he needs to say. <laughs> I forgot that too. That's my private personal account where I say what I want. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, 
Yeah. What are you doing on that other account? <laughs> is, that, is that paid for most before today? Like, I had never seen that before. Uh, no, I had never seen it before today either. But I'm just okay. like, is this real? Like, <laughs> a private personal account where I tweet what I want. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? You fucking you tweet the N word or something? Like, what, what are you trying well, to say? Uh, what are you uh, doing? Yeah, the other one is the other one's his business account. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know how to start a business? This is my professional it's account. The other, his other account's a business account where he asks how to start a business. <laughs> how much money do you need to start a business? Seven dollars. No, you can't play in can't pay in white flags, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> you can't pay in in white oh, flags. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a U.S. currency. My oh. stomach hurts from laughing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You can't pay in white flags, but it's not it's I don't. I don't think like I know. Most, I know what I'm. I, a I know what I'm cri- clipping from this uh, recording. <laughs> Tom saying you can't pay in white flags. Fucking emojis are not currency, buddy. I don't know if I've ever seen a more ridiculous series of tweets in my entire life. <laughs> like Drew. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Juice World was right. All <laughs> girls are the same. Same. <laughs> Juice World's been dead for like two years at that point. When he <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, I did not expect this to go this way, but uh, me neither. Well worth it. It happens. <laughs> it happens, man. We went off the rails earlier, so I'll get. No, you went days. off the rails earlier. <laughs> I do. That's, yeah. that's just me, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Tom, funny. Tom, you're you should be happy you missed this. Jake somehow made a reference to a fucking guy. I, you know what? I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not gonna say it. I said it. I literally just said it. Just know that I made a, a vague Jeffrey Epstein reference, and that's what it turned into. I thought I was going to And then it went down a deeper fucking rabbit hole. It's it's so bad. That's why Greg Roman needs to be stopped. Big Al's toy barn is the front. Jake was Jake was basically like Greg Roman. Like he's like I'm in the red zone. I'm uh, here we go. I got I got this fucking story about uh, 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 sneak it from the twenty. Yeah, yeah. the screamo singer from back in the day. I'm gonna fucking let everybody know. My, right. my mind is still blown that Will pointed out that Greg Roman is like a handful of years older than I. <laughs> Wait, what? Greg yeah, Roman's Tom's only forty eight years old. Tom's forty seven. So yeah. <laughs> I think Greg Roman has a private account where he pretends he's Batman in his profile pictures or not. I, so I, the entire Just time we've been, we've been saying Greg Batman. Roman, like fire Greg Roman, he should retire, blah, blah, blah. Like he owns this $2.6 million house that, you know, funds. Yeah, Zillow's a thing. We've seen it. Whatever. It's a nice house. Very great pool. You know, Roger it's a beautiful house. But uh, the entire time I thought Greg Roman was like sixty years old, and I was yeah, like, "All right, he's sure. gonna retire. He's he's gonna just ride off into the sunset. He's fucking forty eight, man. He's got he's like fifteen years left. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he's going somewhere. He's gonna fucking go somewhere. He's gonna fuck somebody else up. But well, if, you sat, like, if you sat at a booth and ate cheeseburgers all fucking day, what would you look like? He looks, <laughs> he looks. I mean, like the fact that John Harbaugh is sixty years old. <laughs> 
John, uh, Tom and I both agreed earlier. He looks fucking great for 60 years old. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Silver Fox. I, if, if you told if you told me he was 50 years old, the only reason I would say bullshit is because I know he's been here for so long. But he 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 could pass for 50 years old. Wait, Greg Roman's 48 and he dies as a goatee. Yeah, and and not just that, his fucking goatee's been been gray for 10 years. <laughs> gray since day one. Yeah, great since 2019. We- this motherfucker started dying yes. his shit this year. He, hey man, we've seen right. you for the past three years. We know, we know who you are. Hey, new year, new break. Drew asked if he has a private account where he pretends he's Batman. That's going to be the press conference tomorrow. Is they're going to introduce the new OC and it's going to be the Batman with just a that was my whole thing. That was my whole thing. Yeah, when when he showed up on TV because that picture that I have that I keep reposting with my like I I I mix it up with the the Taylor Swift uh, clip. That picture of him in the booth. That's the first time we saw him with the (laughs) with the fucking the the beard dye. I was like. Buddy, we know who you are. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna trick us. The Bobby Valentin, the Bobby Valentin fake mustache after getting kicked out. Was a That's exactly what it looked like to me. Because he was, he's in, yeah, he's he's in the booth and he's like looking away. He's like looking at the camera, like, hey, buddy, the, yeah, we know who you are. No, remember the glasses with the nose and the mustache? That's that's what it, oh, it makes yeah. me think of. Shit. Yeah, now that now that I know he's forty eight, like they should make him stand up on the sideline. Like, get the fucking guy some steps in yeah. at least. Shit. Yeah, he could be a good water boy. I don't water like this. Like... I, I I don't like this trend of uh, coordinators in the booth. I don't like I, it. I, I don't like it. Who was oh, yeah, the last dude. OC that we had that was actually on the? Well, field? so Brandon, it's not it's not like a us thing. Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of people do it, but I don't like yeah. it. Bills do it too. I want to see you're right. Yeah, there was that famous uh, video. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey, Ken Dorsey, Dorsey going like fucking wiping yep. out the camera. Yeah, he was fucking furious. But um, I would like to see the OC on the the sideline and him have like his like associate coordinator in the booth, and that's yeah. the guy up in the sky and like relaying what he sees, hey. but. At this point, I'd put him on the sideline for no other reason than that maybe he can fucking yell the play in and get it in on time. No, he or you know when he calls a stupid play, he'll be out of breath. He <laughs> can't sneak, can't sneak cheeseburgers on the sideline. So I don't know. I don't know that's why he's not on it. Is the DC up in the box too now? No, no he's on the sideline. Mike's on the McDonald was out on the field all year round. Mm-hmm. I feel like they never show him on the broadcast. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, as as like a coordinator, when you're running you know, a specific side of the ball, why would you not want to be on the field when you can see the flow of the game, you can see down to the distance, like that's whatever. My, yeah, that's my point. Like, yeah, I think the last two coordin- offensive coordinators we had that were actually on the field was Marty Morningwig and Mark Tresman. Yeah, I think Kubiak was on the field, too. Yeah, Kubiak was. Kubiak, too, yeah, sure. yeah, it was. Yeah. I loved Kubiak's play style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, too bad that you know he was uh, too scary for John. John felt threatened, so he had to uh, run him out of town because he knew I he think... was going to take his job. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Greg likes to be up in the booth so he can get the sky view, so he can make sure to continue running on the side of the field that the Bengals have an extra defensive lineman lined up it's on. Catered. <laughs> it's catered. His, his sky max has got to be catered. You because can't get that kind of catering be... service on the sideline. The announcers kept pointing out that there was an extra D lineman on that side of the field, and Greg just fucking kept running that way. It's like, like he didn't know. 
Is he going, I'm a fucker. I can run to that side too. Or he's yeah. telling him to like run to the left, but he's like looking at it backwards. So he's telling him to run to his left, but really he yeah. meant to run. Yeah, to he's his, like, you know, oh yeah, on TV it's reverse. So uh, yeah, we'll just keep doing it. We're doing the right thing. I mean, how many times too do you guys like hear in games where no matter where we're playing, like the announcer or whoever, the color commentator will say, you know, well, I have no clue what the Ravens are doing here. Like, I mean, I feel like it's at least three, four times a game. Well, you got to also take in consideration Chris Collinsworth was also dick riding the Bengals because he played for him for so long. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't wrong with most of his Greg Roman criticism. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he, like, again, there's an extra fucking lineman on that side of the field. Run to the right. They'll never expect it coming if you run into the strong side of the defense, though. I feel like that's actually, like, his and John's thinking. Like, I feel like that's actually legitimately yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, they're legitimately, you know, I stop myself. Everybody, everybody, give me a nice cough clap. I was going to say a word that I'm not supposed to say anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I got I'm an idea. You. Well done. <laughs> You might start with an R potentially, but um, or like, say the nice version potato. No, that's me to potatoes. I like French. You call fries. remedial. Yeah. Remedial, remedial doesn't 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 hit as hard. No, it doesn't, but it's, it's it's your way. That's the only thing that I can think is that they're like nobody will see this coming if we do this incredibly stupid thing. But yep. then you know the the defense is set up to stop that incredibly stupid thing. So yeah, I feel like if Craig was on the sideline, somebody would have punched him by now. That's I think you're right. 100%, 100%. 100%. JK would have fucking, like, taken his, yeah, his, beaten, it, beaten his entire fucking innards out. Yeah, okay. that would have been a sideline scene on Sunday for sure. So, I mean, credit to Greg for, you know, making his players avoid murder charges, but <laughs> maybe instead of, you know, pissing them off to the point that they want to kill you, maybe call better players. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrified that he's coming to Michigan, by the way. Like, that is my absolute nightmare fuel. I have, that, an, I have an announcement. I have an announcement. This is fine in college, true. I have an announcement for Grant, Drew, and Tom. James okay. just told me, just told us, he only uses the for you version of Twitter. The fuck is that? That's yeah, the that? Uh, that's the like. I switch back. Drew, has forth. your phone updated yet? <laughs> no, I, I'm refusing to update because I don't want. <laughs> yeah, to I have an updated mine. So the for you is basically like. Twitter tells you what just you want to see. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking so random. And you look at it and you're like, oh, this looks good. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this was like 17 hours so, ago. Yeah, James yeah. is all anime. Like, yeah. Right? yeah, it's shit that he likes. And it's uh, the timeline makes no sense. And he goes, he says, I only use the for you page. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. All right, you tell me to come on. You tell me to come on. James to come on. Send James the link, dude. Yeah, tell him to come on. Explain himself. Get his bitch ass. No, he said he claims I have I have COVID, so I can't come on. He's been tweeting. He's been fucking sending messages the entire time. Didn't he have COVID? COVID have to do with it. He's not a real person. It's fucking Zoom. I swear he's not drive anywhere. I I refuse to believe he's a real he's a real person at this point. Like he's he's just too stupid. Like I don't know how he functions with this brain capacity. How did we find James? Um, he he started making homophobic comments to me because Will claimed that I was a uh, you know baseball umpire who ate hot dogs through a, a mesh net. And, and then right, just... <laughs> and drank beer through a mesh net as well. Yeah, and it just spiraled from there. No, that was not me, Grant. <laughs> Asshole. Oh god.
There's a far worse. There's a far worse video of that guy out there that Will has not found, and Will has scarred the internet for. I think it may have been deleted, thankfully, because I don't know if I could ever put that one. <laughs> you know what? James I'm actually proud of. Jake actually has not left us yet. Jake, dude, not not at all. Jake just sits here and makes sure we stay in line, and you know, throws in stories about um, you know, random shit. That- yeah, that, have no, that, are, that are of no consequence to the conversation oh. at all. Yeah, I'm just. I'm or was it Grant that kept forgetting his phone charger? Oh, that's, Grant. That's, Grant. that's Grant. I'm I'm an optical illusion. Grant's not real. He, he's he's a holographic amalgamation of the three of us: myself, Will, and Drew. Put the three of us together, and it's Grant. That's, Grant, that's is your Christmas tree still? Up? Huh? Is your Christmas tree still up? Is that why you have the Lamar background? I mean, no, I just did that for the show, but yes, it's still up. I have until January 31st. My shit's still up, dude. I just took the first of three down. I still got two more up. Mine, mine, are, still, mine oh, are still up, too. Mine one. are still up, too. <laughs> I took them down. I respect Will more for his, you know, his anti-early Christmas crusade now that I know that his tree is still up. Are you up guys there. fake tree people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? I'm not cleaning that right. shit up. Yeah. Hell no! That's half the fun. You take sharpshoot in the woods and you cut down a tree and drag it out. Drew, it's oh, it's so- hard enough to keep my two dogs off the fig tree. If I had a real tree, they'd be up in that shit. They'd be fucking humping it, pissing on it, shitting next to it. I'm sure. Yeah, my I did little, the real tree for a little bit, but it, it was better in theory than practice. Here at or in our household, we have to put ours on a little stand to prevent. Uh, our dachshund from not, or and our big dog from knocking shit over, and our dachshund just jumps on the stand. Dachshunds are no- notorious assholes. I had one that lived for fucking ever. Yep. So I, I I give this advice to anyone with with like a they're like oh yeah I want a dog. Okay. People who think uh, pit bulls or Rottweilers or Dobermans or you know any any notorious breed or German Shepherds or Belgian Mountain was the most aggressive, nasty dog I've ever met in my life is a dachshund. And you know why? Why? Go for it. Because Hitler injected his own propaganda into the dachshund, the dachshund line. That's I a, 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 I a German breed. I thought you were going to say because they're little wieners. No, <laughs> oh, I, I will tell you, Grant, you, if you, if you, uh, I know you're, Okay, Grant is a, a formidable opponent. If he runs into the wrong docks, and that motherfucker will take him down. I promise. Michael, you. Michael Vick, Michael Vick, noted uh, Zone Thirty Two podcast enthusiast Michael Vick. When he hears this, he's going to restart the fight again with Dotson. So. Yeah, I, listen, I I will take Grant in uh, in basically any fight. You get the wrong Dotson, that Dotson will fuck Grant up. I promise oh, I'm, you. I'm running. Fuck that Dotson. <laughs> They're small, they're long, they, they have a weird angle that and and they're and they are strong though. They're 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 small but they're strong because they're long. They got they're like a fucking python. Mine's a My dachshund was not aggressive, but that thing could destroy an entire house if you left it alone for an hour. Yeah, uh, yeah they're work dogs. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, my dad. So my dad's friend had this like Yorkie, right? And this little fucker was so mean. Like he would like bring like rabbits and all kinds of shit home. He would chase like shit through their hole, like bring like rabbits and raccoons, and he'd kill anything that came on the property. This little ass Yorkie. I had a uh, I had a miniature pincher too, 
that was about those are motherfuckers they're motherfuckers dude now that motherfucker he would fight anybody he had no idea he was fucking 14 pounds dude that was one of the worst dogs ever met Uh, it was a a a min pin named uh buster yeah he would would i'll be i'd be sitting on the couch just like minding my own business he would run up and fucking bite me on the neck yeah yeah, my buddy walked in when I first got him, and he was just like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" And he just fucking ran up and bit him. <laughs> like, hey, met the, Fuck met you, the new bitch. dog. Yeah, met the new dog, and he would do the same shit too. He'd fucking, uh, he'd like kill a rat and then just stash it somewhere until I got home from work, and then just like fucking bring it up to me like it was a prize. It's a prize. I just tagged you guys on a picture of my little asshole. If it'll go through, excuse it's me, like it's not going through. <laughs> I called, I called him that. My little dachshund is an asshole. <laughs> it's not going to go through. My phone's being stupid. It's not going to go through. I'm just catching up on James having it's COVID. Not, it's not going to go through your little asshole. I just dropped this link in my um, Twitter degenerate chat, so this might get a, this might get a little wild. All right. I'm uh, no, gonna I, do this... have, I do have to roll Wait, the though. degenerate chat? Yes. Brandon's like, what? What I don't know. What does that mean exactly? I don't know if you're ready for this, but um, if I can get Mo to join, that would be the. uh, All right. Yeah, Uh, I will give. I'm gonna give this. Yeah, five minutes for people to join. If people start joining, I'll give it 15 more minutes. But that's the. I just pretty much just want Mo to come on and freak out for about five minutes, and we just end the podcast. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna send it to him directly. (laughs) Uh, Best friend. You know Mo Lamar Lamar Heisman. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. How old is Mo actually? Um, somewhere between fifteen and twenty-five. Not exactly. <laughs> somewhere between. Will, can you send the link to the other Mo? See if we can get her on. No, absolutely not. I actually, I actually just sent it to a different Mo. I sent it to, to I, but I'll send oh, it to her oh, too. Oh, oh, I want him. I want him in here now. I have some. I have some questions for him. <laughs> <laughs> is it Mo that I owe the apology letter to, Drew? That's Mo, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Five pages. Five pages. Yep. So I'm done yet. Why not six? Because right, Mo asked for five. I, I don't really ask questions when Mo, Mo asks for things. I just kind of, you know, adhere to what he wants. That makes sense. My fucking DMs go back far. Oh, uh, shit. Looks like my people are already passed the fuck out. Yeah, Grant's got to be up for simulation training at like 4 a.m. probably. I'm I'm in the new Tupac. Yeah. Grant's got to get I'm up. Getting ready, for, getting ready for, for the next fucking hours. Coachella performance or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Godspeed. There you go. Uh, I was hoping but, Devin or Mo would join, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Most stone joins, I have some. Uh, I'd like some musical pointers from him, and then maybe some pointers on how to support trash. And the, uh, the official who else could we get in on this best of us? Yeah, I expected like you know, uh, fucking Kami Kip to show up. You know, letting me letting me down here. I don't know. Pat Ricard would have been great to join. That would have been great. Marlo was looking for a pod. I may or may not have DM'd it to Pat Ricard, but I doubt that he reads his. You know. DMs. Did anyone send it to uh, Marlon? Yeah, I thought you guys were going to have Marlon on. We'll yeah, send we'll send it to him. I sent it to him. 
I would ask Marlon all food-related questions and just just go from there. I am a, speaking of Marlon. I am a little jealous that I'm not Sam Hubbard. Shut the fuck up. Listen, I am tired listen, of Sam listen Hubbard. Here. Are you talking about my girlfriend? Our girlfriend. No, I don't share. <laughs> hey, you could be in that whole polyamory thing. <laughs> That's right. Breaking listen. Benjamin made a song about that back in 2001. Guys, Did they really? And then he and then yeah, he murdered seven, and then he murdered seven five year olds and ate their you know insides or something. That's going to be Jake's next part of that story. No, not at all. I haven't ever heard anything that horrifying from Breaking Benjamin. Just lost profits. Just lost profits. I treat them the same way that the Germans treated the Holocaust immediately after the fact. Never happened, doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't that. believe that me me calling Greg Roman a Jeff Epstein associate was the least was the least controversial thing said in that five minutes. That's <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, back. While we're waiting on Mo, I just DM Lindsay to see if she wants to hop on. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Do it. Let's go. Godspeed. We'll Let's do it. I listen. When I originally issued the invitation, I said she's fully invited, but if she says the N word, I will kick her out. <laughs> Especially without Max. Damn it. Yep. No Asian right. slurs either, or homophobic. Nope. I could ask her what her favorite corn song, what her favorite corn song is. If it starts with I would just ask her what NFL stands for. And see what she has to say. That's true too. I don't. I don't think I'm going to get a timely reply. Probably not. But it's all good. It depends. Is her phone near where the Arbor Mist is stored? Then you might have a chance. <laughs> there you go. Have we tried Chibs or Cole Jackson or Matt Wise yet? Uh, Matt Wise would not come on. I, I can assure you of that. I don't know about sleep, but I bet I can get Kelly on. No, we don't want her to get on because the last time I she, she'd get old Asian women from nail salons to harass me. I can't believe that she actually that was still ugh. went back into the nail salon to have that woman recorded video telling me to go fuck myself. I was like, right. <laughs> like I'll, I'll take that one. I, I lost that excuse. <laughs> There was no coming back. Yeah, I'm not sure what you do with that one. Yeah, because she told you know those like uh, what do they call them like Ruth Conda tweets or whatever, where she told some you know long winded story about how some older 90 year old woman at a nail salon said you know complimented her, and I was like never happened. And then she went back and got the one recorded video saying she said it. I just go fuck myself. I was like, all right. I was like. Either, either that took a lot of she had to go find an older you know uh, nail salon technician and and get that recorded or actually happened but either way I lost so well played so I can yeah, say. I just like tip yeah. your cap oh James James has COVID this time it was the flu last time this motherfucker's got the immune system of a fucking HIV patient I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't have HIV given his uh, you know proclivities on the weekend so. Jesus. Like Warwick Davis and shit. Not Warwick Davis, fucking Liam Neeson. Um, no, I, I, again, this is, this is this is. I don't know if we could air that what he claims to do on the weekend. So I'm gonna leave it up. We're, oh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about life's too short. That fucking that midget show with Warren with Warwick Davis. If you haven't watched it. It was only seven episodes, but the first two, <laughs> Liam Neeson, Johnny Depp, worth your time. 
I've never heard of this. Jake's, Jake's, Jake's knowledge of just obscure television shows and pop culture references is astounding. He's like, like oh, yeah. remember that time uh, the that band, that that one guy from the band was doing that thing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you don't. You should probably do your research, that bucko. That's all I'd tell you. He's like, oh, and now I learned something new. I didn't we want to know like, that. But now we I could do like an eight-hour show of just Thanks, asking we could ask Jake just like random TV and movie and oh. music recommendations. Hang and on, James is now refusing to download the app to join the Zoom call. That's too much yeah, work. Yeah, because he doesn't have Zoom on his phone already. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But uh, you, you definitely could. You definitely he knows could that it would be that. like a six-on-one beatdown the second he opened his mouth, so he doesn't want doesn't to partake. Well, guys, Lindsay has very politely declined the invitation. Tell her very politely that. Very politely, I say, cunt. (laughs) There you go. Jesus Christ. Well, that's that's fair. That that wasn't the route that I was going to go. Tell her her, her we got it out of our system now. She should come on and have a uh, discussion about Jimmy Problem. There you go. I don't want to have that discussion because I'm worried he might be the Ravens starting quarterback next year, the way things are going currently. Oh, no. Uh, we can discuss a different Jimmy with her if you want. <clears throat> I'd be okay. I'd be okay for that discussion too. So, yeah, fucking the the cable people who knocked out Will's power. Yeah, fucking Jimmy's communications. Yeah, I mean any any Jimmy is on the table. Yeah, <laughs> Manti, we can talk about him too if you want. <laughs> what did well, you say? Manti, any, any Jimmy's on oh, the yeah. table. Any Jimmy's okay. Manti Teo. Um, <laughs> Making jokes about about Matt Ryan's prematurely born children, all on the table. Yep. Can we bully uh, what's his name Fields or the EDC burner kid to post that meme he was going to get banned for? I don't know which meme this is. I, I tried to commission a video from him months ago, and I did not did not get a return on it. So I'm very very upset. He was supposed to do the uh, man, you know, uh, like news channel brawl or rumble scene. But yeah. put like people from Raven's Twitter on it and just never followed through. Right, so. He was supposed to post a edit on the during the game if something happened that would get him banned. As as the expert on getting banned from Twitter, unless Hitler is involved in it, I don't think you'd get banned for a picture. I think you are correct. Yeah. yeah. It'd be or, really or really music. bad. Really hard. It would have to be like uh, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, and and even that took a lot took a lot of wild statements from Kanye before he was uh, removed. He had to so. tag Elon in the picture, I think. Yeah, is uh, is Kanye banned from Instagram too? Is he banned from all socials right now? I think Kanye is banned from living currently. I don't think that he's allowed to speak or you know leave his house. <laughs> I think you're correct. Yeah, uh, and just you know that seems to be uh, he, he's he's hidden away somewhere. Antonio Brown's next, so. Hey, you can't believe Wilson is fucking wiener. I can't believe at one point Will wanted Antonio Brown here. That that lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I did at one point. Sure. Yes. Did we? It's only you. It's only. It's only Will. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, 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 definitely definitely right. no clips of me on. I'm going to say something today. controversial no. right now. I All would right. take Antonio Brown on the team. Next year. With no cell phone. And I'm in. No, I stopped talking. I'm good. 
Uh, I take him. He's good. He's good at football. I would pay good money for the camera to cut to the booth in the middle of the third quarter and see AB choking the fuck out of Greg Roman because he's not getting the ball. <laughs> yeah. That would be that good. I would accept. That would be that. wonderful. I, yes. I'm all in on AB. If Roman comes back, let's make it happen. Yeah, well, then, yeah. Actually, I'd rather have, like, Ray Cruz if we were going to um, bring somebody back. <laughs> or OJ Simpson. <laughs> just show him an obviously photoshopped video of Greg Roman fucking his wife so that he goes off and produces Greg Roman. Well done. Yeah, I just figured I would take a stab at being subtle about that, but you know. <laughs> Go no, I, I like that at this time. And I'm 100% sober too. Like, nah, fuck subtlety. Oh, God. How many liquid deaths have you had? Zero today. Oh, that's why. That's why. That's right. That's right. You know, the should have had a Snickers for you. It's uh, should have had a liquid death. Should have had a fucking sparkling water. Damn right. <laughs> that berry flavor is delicious. Berry flavor is good. Add the severed lime. The rest, yeah, yeah. The rest are whatever. The mangoes, whatever. The white can is water. Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> well, you going to go grab one? Y'all go ahead. But meanwhile, that's going to do it for this installment. We will be back. Oh to discuss further business. But <clears throat> as for now, it's time for me to die. Ah! See ya! Zone, zone 32. 32.